got you. I got, I got you. I got you back. We got another episode here at High Voltage with Delight. I am your host, Delight. And I feel like I've not said Layaway for a while. And if you know, if you've seen Layaway and you're like, what is that? Well, it's technically the, the company name that we have, thanks to our producer, Greg, and our executive producer, Sam, in which that's the name for their fantasy basketball league. And so might as well just give that name a shout out for those who might not know. But we got another episode about pop culture. I mean, I just love pop culture. You, you know that I've done t- tons of episodes on movies, one about music, one or two about TV shows. I just It's just part of life. And because it is, it is part of our podcast. And so you might know this already. I am definitely an old school guy. I was born in 99. So technically I was born in the prior century, even though I'm a part of this one. And you know I'm old school. So it shouldn't be that much of a surprise to tell you that I totally prefer the 20th century pop culture over the 21st century. Like movies, music, which me and Scott talked about a little bit. If you haven't seen that episode, please check it out. TV shows. Now, I don't necessarily know the rundown about books, you know, other kinds of of me as a terms of pop culture. It's, it's mainly movies, music, TV shows, but all of them back then were better than today. And it's it's kind of hard to explain. I'm going to try my best to explain it today. But the the way in which I'll put it first is that it was so original. And it's greatness when it comes to the content in terms of the quality. Whether it's the joke, whether it's the people in it, whether it's the plot, whether it's maybe like... You know, like the coloring back then. Like, there's something when you watch the Brady Bunch. You know, like the coloring of it. They had technology back then, but way to a lesser extent. But yet, they still put on a health product. I hope all that will last forever. Because when it comes down to it, I really do feel like I have a sense of recency bias among those in society. And the more and more I get this feeling the less people are going to remember the pop culture back then. And we should not forget the fabulous songs that were played by legendary bands and artists, movies, international, and those in the U.S., whether it's the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you could also say 30s. I don't think there's many in the 20s. TV shows, I mean, 60s, 70s were at its peak. You know, obviously the 80s had their turn in the 90s can't forget about them either and that's not to say that when it comes to the 21st century it's stunk i'm not saying that but i do think that one is better than the other plain and simple and i think that we have to step back a moment realize this and fully appreciate not only what the 20th century pop culture has done setting up success for the 21st century, but also to give you another option on what to watch. Like, instead of thinking, you know, like, what movie should I watch? Let me try to figure something that just came out or something that was, 
maybe Oscar nominated in the last two years? How about expanding your mind towards something that was made before the 80s, before the 70s? Hell, what about before the 50s? There's some really good content out there, especially when you look at James Stewart's work. He's unbelievable. And if you don't know who James Stewart is, that's a problem. And if you do know James Stewart just because of the one movie that they play during Christmas time, It's a Wonderful Life, you're also missing out. Because he has done better movies than that. And that's a great movie. It, it, I think it's in my top 50. But there's still better movies than, than that one. Such as Vertigo. Or The Philadelphia Story. Cary Grant is also in that. You might not know who he is. And that's a shame. I mean, with TV shows. You know, I mean, the first one that comes to my mind. I talked about this a little bit in the TV show episode. The ones that I've seen. Right, and, and I know I well, I'm not a huge TV show guy. So a lot of these shows that, I, that I'm going to say I haven't seen, but I know they're good. My dad watches them, and he, and he watches tons of reruns. He loves stuff that, that he knows. It's predictable. He doesn't want to get caught off guard, but he also watches because it was really good. He, otherwise, he wouldn't be watching it. Like MASH and All in the Family, Good Times, Rockford Files, and the list could go on and on. But I need to get back on track in terms of this episode. The point is, and really it is just a feeling. It is just a sense. It is truly a preference thing. But also it's a historical thing. And I do really feel like we need to step back into history more. And we also need to not be in self-denial of the quality going down in pop culture. In which I've, I said in the music episode already with Scott, it's gone down. And with movies, I could easily make that argument too. And I know that it's only been 22 full years since the 21st century started. But the last 22 years of the 20th century are way better than the first 22 of this century. And that's a problem. Like back then, I feel like it was not done for the money. That it was just way more authentic. Like when you see these superhero movies, these sequels... Way, way too many movies being done for the sake of money grabbing. Like, wh- why do we need all these Star Wars movies, prequels, and sequels? Like, don't touch one of the best trilogies of all time. And now, I, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not sure I can say that. The original Star Wars, the first three, was incredible. But now, you, the money grabbing puts that in question for me. That's the mindset of the 21st century. A lot of superhero movies, I get it. They have such a high foundation with such a strong fan, fan, fan base. No, no matter what garbage they're going to put out there, they're still going to make at least $100 million profit. But that's a problem. The quality of the movie goes down, but yet the revenue goes up. That's a correlation I don't like because you're essentially rewarding Hollywood for bad content. And you're not rewarding good content. Such as The Fablements. Not a great movie, but certainly good enough and definitely better than most superhero movies, I'll tell you that. And again, I know I'm anti-superhero movies, but still, we all know that the superhero is not going to die. Okay, like it's predictable, very predictable. And I don't know what it is when it comes to the fans of superhero movies, but I get it. We're just not alike in our taste when it comes to that. But the biggest thing 
that led me to start this episode. I mean, obviously, like being authentic is big, and your intention for putting something out there is big. But just think about legends, icons in the 21st century. Like, who comes to mind? Who comes to mind? Someone who is very iconic in the pop culture realm. The only one I can really possibly think of is Leonardo DiCaprio. And there might be some I'm missing. But I mean, let me run off a list of icons here. And there's probably way more that I'm not going to say. But this is just a small sample size. Okay, and, and again, Leonardo DiCaprio is questionable. Because he we, we, he's had a, a long-standing run. From Titanic all the way to, unfortunately, going off in the sunset. Because I don't like the movies that he's been doing. But once upon a time in Hollywood, he was really good in that. And that was recent. But back then, the big-time icons, we're talking about Michael Jackson. We're talking about Prince. We're talking about Whitney Houston, Marilyn Monroe, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Elvis, James Stewart, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, who you might say, well, he's done movies in the 21st century, but he's not as big as he was when he was doing The Godfather. No question about that. When it comes to TV shows, there's only one that really comes to mind. And I, I know he's disgraced now. But the fact of the matter was is that Bill Crosby was a huge thing back then. Huge. And so today, I mean, I can't, I can't really think of one in music, you know? Like, one maybe is Timberlake. Maybe NNM. But again, it's questionable. They're not that big-time, iconic, legendary status as the names I just said. And that's sad. That's really sad. And it says a lot about pop culture today in comparison to back then. And I think technology does play a role in it. Like, I remember George and Keenan asking me about, I forget her last name, but they were asking me like about this TikTok star, star named Charlie. And I had no idea who she was. Like, you have status of people really high for doing something as low as just making 10-second videos. Rather than really putting in the work, such as a musician or an actor or actress. I think that also has to play a part in a technology. That there's kind of a double-edged sword to it. A lot of technology is good, but in this conversation, it's not so good. Because it's kind of taking the stardom. It's kind of taking a little bit away of the attention of people that we're supposed to be drawn to. That's supposed to be having this legendary status, but... No more. When it comes to TV shows, let me tell you something. We've had some really good TV shows. We had a run. But right now, today, they stink. Oh my god, they stink. I mean, let's let's go through some of back then, shall we? Seinfeld, oh my god, one of the greatest of all time. Friends, definitely up there. Cheers, no question about it. MASH, all in the family. The Twilight Zone, my goodness. What was the last thing you thought about the Twilight Zone? Golden Girls. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? And, and there, like I said, there's more than that. And, I, and when I mentioned my dad, I mean, I mentioned more shows that could be added onto the list. Even Charlie Chapman and his movies were a big thing back then. The quality may not seem as good, but the status is not even close to where it is today. Maybe it has to do with streaming services. Maybe. But still. Just think about back then versus now. And the difference should be there for you and it's not that i think you're being in self-denial 
I mean, again, it could really serve you good when it comes to the historical standpoint, but also you get to really see some great content. And that's really the purpose of this episode, that sometimes our past is better than our present. And as long as we have access to that past in which we have pop culture, we do, thankfully, thanks to technology, you should go back in the past and see what, what, it, was, what it was like then. I mean, hell, even the commercials factor into this. I remember last year watching the Super Bowl with some of my friends. Like, my one friend was really into the commercials. He, he loved watching the commercials. They were awful. Oh, my God, they were awful. It was, I felt bad for him. Like, he felt like he wasted a lot of time watching something that didn't transpire. Like, I remember those Budweiser commercials with, like, the horses and, and the dog. Or watching Pepsi versus Coke. Like, it was just so funny, so creative, kind of sly, you know, witty. Like, some little messaging obviously comes into into play, but, like, in ways that you don't see today. And and speaking of today, I, I just, what I see is that people look stupid. You can tell the company is trying to do too much. Maybe they're trying to copy a previous successful commercial. But still, it's not the same. It's not the same. And then you can make the argument for copyright infringement. So even commercials have their day when it comes to this episode. That's how bad it's gotten, the pop culture of the 21st century, at least so far. There's still at least 75 years to go in this conversation. So I hope that, you know, we pick up the slack. But right now, I see a troubling trend. The quality is getting worse. And until it gets better, I'm going to assume that we're going to hit rock bottom at some point. And that's not good. And as a consumer, as the listener, I hope that you are now made aware of this and demand better quality from companies who are just trying to profit with the lowest possible quality of a product to get you to listen, to get you to watch. All they care about is you watching. All they care about is your money. You give them enough they will. But back then, you had to be something special. And there were a lot of movies that are at least an eight. I mean, that's damn well better than a six today, which is most of those superhero movies, by the way, if that. And again, let's go back to TV shows a second. Like the TV shows, I, I would say out of all three, are better had they had their day in the 21st century when you compare movies and, and, and music. And honestly, it, it's you, you could easily separate it by every five years. But in the 21st century, we're talking like the 2000s when it comes to TV shows. Really good TV shows like The Office, How I Met Your Mother, The Sopranos, which I feel like is more so like a 90s thing, but it did take place in the 2000s. Scandal. Now getting a little bit later... Than just the 2000s, more so towards the 2010s. Mr. Robot, Big Bang Theory, Breaking Bad, How to Get Away with Murder, Game of Thrones, The Blacklist. However, now again, this is to the detriment of the 21st century. None of them are really on anymore. The Blacklist is going on, for, I think, for another season, but I think they should have closed it down when, when Liz was killed. That's just me. Spoiler alert. Still, again, when it comes to the 21st century... TV shows, I think, are the better of the three. But that came early. 
which is closer to the 90s than it is to now. And that's also a problem. So we're talking about like from 2010 onward, we still had some good TV shows. But the movies, I mean, you could say, what about the Dark Knight trilogy? The Dark Knight was 2008. Everyone thinks that's the best of the three. And don't get me wrong, there were some really good movies, like Joker. Uncut Gems, I think, was, you know, underrated. But still, I do really think that it, when it comes to TV shows and the aspect of all this, you have to take into account for streaming services, third-party sites, like YouTube, for example. Like, you don't have to go to a concert anymore. You could just listen to it on YouTube. No, you know what? You don't really even have to listen to the music. Let's watch the music video. Well, you know what? Let's not watch a movie. Let's let's watch a movie review. Or when it comes to TV shows, like you don't even have to watch on television anymore. You could just watch on your phone or your computer. And then even some TV shows are exclusively from Netflix or Hulu instead of being on CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox. So I think that also plays a big difference as to why I feel this way about the 21st century versus 20th century because it's not the same watching TV on your phone or computer. It's not. It's not a TV. You can't call it a phone show. You can't call it a computer show. Like, there's something authentic about watching a TV show on your TV with, like, the dial. You know, you have to change the channel. You got the TV remote. There's something about that that makes it really unique. But now it's just everything's made simpler. But unfortunately, it waters down the quality of the nostalgia factor watching it. That's a little disappointing. Like Netflix or Hulu, you know, like with there's some great content. Ozark, Stranger Things, Peaky Blinders. But they don't truly feel like TV shows though. You could call them shows because you're not watching on TV. But it's not the same. It's not the same. And maybe I just don't like this transition we're heading into. But I do really feel like that the the origins like I always say, like, go back to the root of things. I think in this argument, the root, how it started, is better than what it's turned into. Because I understand that evolution, change, is going to happen. That doesn't mean it's always going to be better than when it once was. We have this preconceived notion that if you, if you change, it's for the better. Again, it does depend on taste and preference, but not always. I do really think that in this case... How TV shows were, and I don't know what the equation is, but that's that equation to having a successful TV show has been distorted. The first equation, and the way about going TV shows, is much better than what it's turned into today. And I think it has to do a lot with the people. Social media probably plays a factor in terms of not being in the moment, in terms of attention spans. Like, social media is great, don't get me wrong, I get it. Actually, I shouldn't even be calling it great, I'm just... I understand its importance and its place, but I don't think it's doing you any favors in terms of what it has taken away from us, such as pop culture-wise. Like, instead of reading a book, we're reading articles that were shared by our friends on Facebook. Instead of traveling, we see pictures of people on incredible mountaintops with incredible views. Instead of watching this movie, or instead of watching... This TV show, I got a subscription to Hulu or Netflix. Maybe it's a documentary. Maybe it's a Netflix original. Maybe it's Apple Plus. In which those those shows, not great. 
I just feel like that we're lessening our standard of greatness and that our generation has become very much more acceptable of 6 out of 10 instead of 8 out of 10. I do really feel like that it's part of who we are just to be more welcoming and accepting, mostly because we have that opinion of people. But that doesn't mean we have to lessen our standard in terms of what we like and what we how we evaluate. We should still always want the best. And I do really feel like we're not getting the best from film studios or specifically Hulu, streaming services, sometimes YouTube. And we're replacing great quality with bad quality for comfortability purposes or just Let's just call it like it is, laziness. Like instead of going to a concert, we're going to listen to something and treat it as if it's the same thing. That's not good. Never be satisfied. Always want more. And in this conversation, I do. I want better than, than everything I'm talking about here. The people of the world deserve better. And I do really feel like there's a treasure trove of options in the 20th century that's just waiting for you to open it explore it and I think you're going to be very much aware of how much I'm right about this now again there's, this century has 75 years to prove me wrong at least I'm very doubtful and skeptical about its future but we'll see I know there's supposed to be a lot of good movies coming out you know the Batman has its trilogy Avatar still has you know two or three movies left like there still should be some unfinished business in the movie industry tv shows just great ones the great ones that i know are being done so that's really unfortunate but we'll see we'll see the last thing i want to say is that all this everything i've i've laid out it is a core reason why i wish i was living my life in that time period than today like, I would rather be in the 80s than now. Just to experience it myself. To go to a concert and have it be called an event and, and tell people, like, yeah, I was there. I felt that. I heard what it was like. It went through me. Or going to a movie theater to see Terminator. You know, the first one. I don't know why they had to keep making all those movies. Or, you know, to hear people gasp when Luke was told... I am your father. Like you had to be there. And you get less of those reactions today. Because it's just way more or less significant today. But also the fact that I personally cannot stand people today. I, I've made that very clear. I've documented that before. Even though the same could be said about people back then. I personally don't have first-hand experience in that. I don't have a primary source to back me up on that. So... I'm ignorant in this regard, and ignorance is better than knowing the truth in which, as in this case, the truth hurts. So I wonder what people were like back then, because I know, a lot, I've, I've said it before, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of society. I think a lot of people are egotistical, spoiled, and it's really disappointing to have this combination of negative things today with a lot of good things back then. But again, I am an old soul, so I am definitely biased, there's no question, and therefore you can kind of question my legitimacy in saying all this. But also, I mean, let's get one thing clear. Like anyone else, I prefer things 
that are better. And you should too. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully everyone's doing well. That you continue to take care of yourself and others. Like your family members and friends and those who you really care about. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully you're not as stressed as, as work or just in life. And as always, I'm always going to be here for you. You let me know. Or Sam or Greg if you ever need anything. Peace. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.